We began this Mimer last day of Shabbos. I was told that it didn't come out on the... A uh, few people told me it didn't come out. So so I'll just try it for for a minute. We'll just go over a little bit. And then we'll continue. We're up to page Reish Lama Gimel, Ice Base Simcha. Remember that the Yisod of this Sefer is to sort of peel away all the Pshatim, the Pshatlach, and the and all of the rayonot and complications, all the sibuchim and all the all the tires and to and to get to the avodah b'derech Hashem, the avodah. So tshuva is also tshuva is also. Oftentimes, what what the mechaber was explaining is that tshuva becomes very very complicated. We, those who grew up in yeshivas and and have been learning all of these years, tshuva is a tremendous sugya. The Rambam Hilchot Shuva, Shari Shuva Rabbein Yoyna, even the Chesidus, the Geras Shuva from the Alter Rebbe, and so on. And, and very often what happens is that somehow we forget that Shuva means to return to Hashem. <laughs> That's, you know, it means to go back to Hashem. It means the Baruch Shalom is, is the Baruch Shalom is calling us back there. And the Indian of, and the, the whole Indian, the whole Tachlis, the whole tachlis of tshuva is is uh, is to be able to is to be able to mischabet Hashem is baruch. That's what we were learning last week. That chet means sin means separation. It means distance. It means a certain coldness. And and Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want us to be far from Him. He wants us to be close to him, and tshuva means to return, to to return to that relationship. So, Rabta is based simcha. Lachem iikari hatshuva, he has simcha. And here we see the chilik between a person who's in, in the pnimius of tshuva, who's living in that world of the pnimius of tshuva, as opposed to somebody who's more on the outskirts. When a person is living in the panemius of tshuva, this time of the year is a tremendous joy, it's tremendous simcha. Not just, not just sukkahs, but Elul and Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, is a simcha, feelings of simcha. A person lives in the chitzonias, a person who's living on the outskirts of the, of, of the world of tshuva, all that, all that he is able to feel now, if he's a serious person, it's, it's only the year and only the pachat. Of course, there is, there is a pachat at Siyom Hadin. But that's, that's the whole experience, the dread of din, without the, without the panemius of tshuva, which is the joy of being able to be back with Hashem. The simcha pshuta, pshuta ma'ayd, of being back home, of being home, of being biachad imaba. It's the simcha. So the fear and the dread is something which is, which is the chitzonias of, of the, the Yemei HaRatzin. And these days are called, all of them together are called Yemei HaRatzin. And Ratzin means Reitzah Hashem Ba'amo. Reitzah Hashem Ba'amo, the Vayin wants wants us. It doesn't mean that we don't have to do children. Adarabba. But the, the Yesod is Simcha. Ki halo tshuva inyona lo shuva l'ashem esbarach. The inyon of tshuva is lo shuva l'ashem esbarach. To go back to Hashem. 
על אבינו שבשמיים. ואין שמחה יועסה גדולה מבן שהסרחק ואת אשוב אל בייס אופר. There is no greater שמחה, there's no greater שמחה than a child who is, who is far away and has returned, has come home. ומסקבל בזרועות פסוכייס. Of course there's always that פחד of, of, of what the distance means and, and a certain awkwardness of, of coming back after having distanced oneself and having left the father. But self goes self. The return home is so overwhelming. The, the simcha is so overwhelming that it's mamtik all the dinam. It sweetens all of the, of the dinam. And of course, afterwards, the, 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 the child is going to have to talk to his father and he's going to, have to, try, he's going to, going to explain and he's going to, tr- he's going to try to, to, to make changes in his life that, this would not, that, that there will never ever be such a, a wedge between them, such a gap, such a... It won't happen again to try to fix what was wrong. And to explain to his father why is it that he that he that he ran away and, and to apologize and that he should be able to hear inside of his heart and his head he should be able to hear Hashem's bar also being mefayis him and so that's that's what shuv is. And he's received back with 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 open arms. Hashem's right arm, the arm of love of Chesed, is, is, is outstretched to receive all of those who come back. Look at Tough Bays on the bottom. And the misunderstanding here is the cause of a, a, a terrible uh, stumbling block. For for Bnei Aliyah, for people who are serious about Yiddishkeit, Shafila Shem Zaychel Makaches as Avodah Britzinus. Even though these are serious Jews, and they and they take their Yiddishkeit seriously, nevertheless they fall into atzvus into sadness, and they associate this time with sadness, with anxiety, with sadness. The whole Eisek of Tshuva is, is something which is very heavy. I can't tell you how many times over the years courageous people or, or, or uh, well, different types, but some courageous people over the years have commented to me in person the, the wonder that they have and, the, uh, and how it seems to them so strange that we have a, we have a dance, that we have a record after Slichus, at the end of Slichus. Oh, so many people have asked me, it's very, very uh, nice, and so, but what's going on there? What's going on by Slichus? You know, that if the Slichus, we're supposed to all be walking back with our heads down and, and having that religious look with each other and, you know, and uh, wishing each other a good year, maybe that Ulai, Kulai Haiva, Ulai, you know, we won't, we won't die tonight. We'll be able to come back and. Uh, and have more misery in Rosh Hashanah and so on. And what's the end of, of a Rikud? Slichus. That's, 
it's it's that it's the beginning of of we're back we're on our way home and achnu baderach habaita baderach habaita what's the gvaldigis simcha after after so much time of of our our heads being turned away from Hashem is Baruch we're, we're turning around and we're and we're and we're heading home it's not a gvaldigis simcha it's a gvaldigis simcha to begin that journey home. It's a tremendous simple. Oh, uh, is, is it connected to some some concerns and worries about tikkun? Of course it is. But but it's a tr- but the simcha of being on track and being in that direction and and seeing the sign that's the arrow that's pointing to to your hometown, that's a gewaltige simcha. But unfortunately, this time, there are many, many serious people that fall into Atzvus, and the whole Eisek of Tshuva is Nasa Bekvedas, Nasa Bekvedas, by the heaviness, the heaviness and the darkness. Since a person, Beteva, a healthy, normal person, Beteva, can't stand heaviness and darkness. The, the tev of a person, especially of a human being, but especially of a yid, since a Jew, the sharish of a Jew is Ganeid and Mamish. And the whole Indian of Ganeid is a lichtige place, to, to, to be in, in a place of simcha, of light, of simcha, of, of, of happiness, of excitement. So nobody wants to be in a, a yid, but teva doesn't want to be in a, in a dark place. You know, I don't know, you know, some of you, you remember, like, started maybe in the late 70s, 80s, there's Indian of of, of of strange people that they that they have this obsession with like gothic you know they start to dress in a way of that whole surah of uh, I never read up on it was the the Indian but to dress a certain way and the darkness and the music uh, that started already I remember even 40 years ago there were certain bands that started to and the whole the, this whole Indian of Satanism and gothic and darkness and it, there's no greater simon of a perversion of, of, of a healthy human being. The tev of a human being is to be besimcha. The nature of children, uh, children, even children who are, who are living in difficult situations, you know, you sometimes, you know, you'll see like a news bulletin, you'll see like some third world country where there's an earthquake, and you see like children running around barefoot playing. Children are, are children tev of besimcha. They're besimcha. And, and, and um, and that's the natural that's the natural need of a human being. So if one's association with with these days that we're in now, if the association is dark and heavy, then it's not going to be much later. The tshuva is not. It's just going to be when it's finished. It's going to be a tremendous relief. That I'm part of this. Just that relief. I was talking a little bit about last week. That's just that relief. That feeling like. We're done. We don't need this. That's that's not tshuva. That's not tshuva. And therefore, people automatically, after after Yom Kippur, they just they just reset to the to the uh, to the more pleasant and happy associations that they have. With a life that uh, of uh, that is not that is not uh, of closeness, Dasha.
If closeness to Hashem means if a person uh, had uh, many times over the years that uh, girls, Bachram, uh, have said to me, you know, uh, look, I'll have like some some nineteen year old Bachar, he's, he's talking to me about marriage. I say, okay, maybe maybe it's a little bit too soon for you. Or, you know, could learn another year or something. You know, I I I I don't personally agree with all these programs of trying to get Bachram under the chuppah these days when they're very, very young. That usually means, if in my mind, it spells an earlier divorce than a later divorce. <laughs> so, so the, many times I've had Bochum and girls that have said to me, uh, I'm just counting the days, get out of my, I, I gotta get out of my house. I gotta get, get, get away. Now, oftentimes it's just uh, silly and childish, but sometimes if you hear a little bit of the stories, you get why they're trying to get, want to get out. That's a terrible thing. To to want to leave your 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 parents' home again is it is a teva to grow up? I'm not talking about that, but I'm saying when when you associate that home with darkness, with negativity. So why would you want to go back and be there? Why would you want to be in such a place if it's dark and gloomy? Nobody wants to be in such a place. It's nice to be in a in a happy place and look a good place. So if your entire, if, if all those years growing up, El or Shana all this time is dark and gloomy and shuvas and heaviness, and, uh, so that, you want to go, who wants to go back to that? Who wants to go back to that? Like I mentioned to you uh, a few years ago that, that I, I saw, I saw in, in a book somewhere that Somebody was talking to a from a hush of a person was talking to a, a survivor from the from the uh, from the Milchama, from the Holocaust, and um, and this person was this person was 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 not was no longer Shema Mitzvahs. Never the judge any of those people, but he was no longer Shema Mitzvahs. It was a survivor, came from a very prominent, very prominent home, and was not Shema Mitzvahs after the war. And, and um, in this conversation that he had, the survivor said um, something that, that surprised the person he was talking to, because the person who was talking to him expected to hear that as a result of the Holocaust, he had, he had questions about, about God, which said, no, again, we never applied more in history than, than after the war. So the, the, the person he, who was talking to thought that he was going to say, I, after what I went through, I, I have a hard time putting on tefillin and, uh, and so on, and keeping Shabbos. But that's not what he said. What he said was uh, that when I was growing up, I was to clap and Sahakt with Yiddishkeit. My father and my Malamid were brutal people. And and then I had, after that, I had Hitler and Machshamai. He said, I had enough of this. That's what he said. I had enough of getting beaten. That was his lush. And he said that those, there are other people who, for them, all of their warm and loving associations go back to their home and their Yiddishkeit 
there were very, very warm, very, very warm feelings. That's the house I grew up, my parents, their, their memories of Yiddishkeit as growing, growing up in Europe, they, they were wonderful memories of Yiddishkeit. My father said there was, a, there was you know, here and there they were crazy, you know, some crazy malamdim. But for the most part, uh, it was very warm and it was very, very beautiful. They're, 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 everything, all the stories that I grew up with from the Yiddishkeit that they had in the, in the Heim, it was, it was very beautiful. And then that my grandparents were warm and were loving people. So, so after everything was destroyed, after the Muhammad, after everything was destroyed, they were looking for something to, to come, they were looking for something warm and loving to return to. And all of their associations with, with, with uh, Ayantiv and with the Shabbos and with the, and with the davening, there were associations that were positive, that were, that were, that were good. So then after the Muhammad, everything is finished, everything is, everything's in pieces, and, and w- w- no point of reference other than what you had from before. So when they went looking for pieces to pick up in their lives, they picked up a Shabbos, a Yonte. It took a while sometimes. My parents, my, uh, when they first came to America, like many of their friends, they were not keeping uh, mitzvahs. They were not keeping Shabbos. And, uh, a lot, many of them were not keeping Shabbos. A lot of the old timers, my father would, we would talk about it. I once mentioned this, and, and that, uh, you know, when we, we, we would be sometimes in Williamsburg visiting family, so my father would sometimes, we would meet an old friend of his, we would go to the shul, and you see a, a you know, a, a chassidish with a long white beard and, and white socks and pesim. My father, we were talking, my father said, after the Muhammad, we were all Muhal Shabbos, many of us. <laughs> it is, you know, those two, three years, there were these years that until they, until they came back. They, and and I, I once spoke to my father about it, and he said that, more than once, and he said that, you know, we felt we were very, very tired after the Muhammad. And, the, and he said, it's not the right way of thinking. We figured, like, you know, after what we went through, so, uh, you know, maybe I get a few Shabbos is off or something. <laughs> but he said, of course, it's, you know, I like to think that. That's, that's terrible. No, there's no such thing as any Shabbos off. He said, but... That, he says, it's not, this has never been written up, and people don't talk about it. But after the Muhammad, everybody wasn't as religious as they looked many years later. It wasn't, so, it wasn't like that. And the, and the children of survivors know that, that it wasn't so pushed. And uh, I don't remember that. Uh, I do remember my mother, as a little kid, my mother talking to her, her sisters on Shabbos. I do remember that on the phone. And I, and I asked her about it, and she just she didn't answer. just something like, you know, mind your own business. <laughs> she didn't say that, but sure, that's you know. And and, and and until they came to themselves, many of them never did. But that tkufa, that tkufa was uh, it was crucial. What were your memories of 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 of, of being a Jew that's that's shemitur misses? Were they good memories? We right now those especially young parents. Are you creating? good associations. If your kid, that's why I tell parents all the time, if your kid's going to hear every time, every time, you know, when he thinks of shul, he thinks of, of his father standing over him like Pyro, you know, get to shul, get to shul, get to shul. So then you see that they don't want to go to shul. I'm not saying it's always like that, but oftentimes it comes out like that. But if, if there is a, a memory of, if there are associations with shul and with davening, 
that are warm and positive. So then, when when they go through their own parishes in life, going to shul is going back to something which is good, and which is uh, it, it brings back strong and positive memories. So that's one of the one of the reasons why he says zusi b'shleimatzlich. If if a person's associations with shuvah and with and with El Tishrei, not talking about simple story, but but El Tishrei at the beginning, if if the associations are, are painful, and and dark and gloomy, then it's not matzliach for the most part. It can't be matzliach, and even if it's matzliach, it's often not in a healthy way. It's not in a healthy way. Climate is simon I mean, the whole Eretz HaTshuva from Rav Kook was written to, to fight against this, this mahalach, this way of thinking of Tshuva. Eretz HaTshuva. It's, it's... You know, in the Rambam, he has a very strong lotion. The Baal Tshuva is Amish yesterday, Hayas Solnui, Umetuav, he was hated, and that he was strong, which shines the Rambam. And today, he's Ahu, the Chavi, for nothing other today, that he did Tshuva. But... They never finished the sentence when we were growing up. It, was, it always started, it always was like left off with Sunui and Matuav. And, you know, was, and even if they finished the sentence in the Ramban, it wasn't like with the same geschmack they had saying the first part. <laughs> How God hates you and despises you. It was, that was like said like very strong. And geschmack. And they had to get, but the other part was, oh, <laughs> it's, it's like, you know. And the whole thing should be on the second part. The second part. The first part should be very fast. The second part should be with the Gishmak. That's how it is. That's similar to Tayyip Simmons at Shuba, but Surah and the Khanimis. You don't, it means you got the wrong Shuba. This isn't, this isn't what Shuba is. Shubagal Zel, Lomatslichim. And because of that, people are not Matslichim. Every year, the same thing. Commissioners Barbet Hill said, Back at top. Im omnam. Shud sarach levakish slichem yov. Of course, of course, the the chaluke kapar person has to, and they're the 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 dinim of tshuva. A person has to ask for slicha. He has to ask for forgiveness. What's the question? Of course, he has to. V'gam lesnayik nochem mikan lahaba, and he has to try to fix up his act. He has to try to improve his behavior. Avol barisha. But it's clear that the regesh, the, the emotion that, sh- that should be shoylet, the, the primary overarching emotion, is simcha simcha. Somebody came to the Samaribiskusilena with a shayla. And what was the shayla? It was, it was Elul. And, uh, and, he, and they were making an offer for their, for their kid. For the son, he was, he was a chasna. making an offer, so he came to the Sabbath Rebbe and he asked, "I don't know, in the little pekalach, you know, to throw, I don't know if we should put any nuts into the pekalach. Why? Never why? Because ego is the gematria chait. It's brought down the Rama. He was he was getting an early start on, because <laughs> so, we don't so we don't eat Rosh Hashanah, right? So it's a bad semen. So he said, I don't know if I should put nuts with the raisins, you know, and the." I don't know if I should put any nuts in the pakalach because it's uh, Elul and it's uh, Egos is Chait. And... So somehow he 
smiled and he said, "No, Akasha." He said, "Venislach lakoladas bnei Yisrael." Now, if you speak Yiddish, Nislach means what? Means nuts. <laughs> you hear this? You have a mind like that, like the Sabbath. He said, "Venislach lakoladas bnei Yisrael." Ah, the the or of tzaddikim. You, you know, it's funny. You're crazy. You're machmi, and 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 putting nuts in the can that the chazan shouldn't get it back. Uh, it shouldn't be sweet. It shouldn't be sweet. But this is what's happened. So he says, "Venislach." Venislach means means nuts. Venislach means you're nuts. And and Venislach means that that the Jewish people are forgiven. Hashem loves the Jewish people. Venislach. That's what we say by Kol Nidre. Simcha Atzum is a gewaldige simcha. The Mesikos of Tshuva, the Mesikos of HaKadosh Baruch, the love of Hashem is Baruch. The Venislach. Simcha Atzum. Venezet Tzarech Lahashvish. This is something that Tzarech Lahashvish, again, it's taught in a very simple and, and, and clear way. That what? This is Shuvah next page. He ha'achlota, anishol Hashem is brought. Shuvah is the, Shuvah, what the, what Shuvah means, be'etzem, be'etzem, what Shuvah means. All, all the fancy pilpulim. Be'etzem, Shuvah means, anishol Hashem is brought. I am Hashem's. I'm back. Anietzlo, I'm with him. I'm sorry that I left him. It's a great place to be. And I'm happy to be back with him. There's nothing happier. There's nothing that could be better than, me, than being back with him. But if one's entire picture of Hashem is that he's angry and he's vengeful and he's, and he's, and he, and he's waiting to inflict pain on his, on his wayward son, all of these, all of these uh, pictures and paintings of so then, then why would I be happy to be with such a father? Who, who needs it? And Mishar says after yourself, I'm sorry that I, that I did things to disappoint him, things that he doesn't agree with. Secular Jews confess to me all the time, I'm a bad Jew, I'm a bad Jew. A lot of people have this association. That they think about Orthodox Jews that way? No, when they, they talk to me, they say, oh, oh, I've been a bad Jew, I do this, I'm bad, I'm bad, God. People walk around with you sure? I think I think that they're, they're the worst people in the world. Why? Just secular Jews? Why? Not just secular Jews walk around like that. No, oh, but they come right up to you, like Harry called it bageling. You know, they they always want to talk to. They meet a Jew, they want to tell him. Yeah, yeah. And they keep telling you how bad they are. It's such a terrible association. With terrible, them. terrible, terrible. And and that's that's one of the main one of the main reasons that, that they're afraid to take a step further to even to look into things because they, they're convinced that, that, they're, that, they're, that they are uh, hated and despised. And they also, they also somehow, but they, this one thing that they picked up uh, over the years is that, is that uh, God is, is, is angry and, and vengeful. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Christian picture of, of God. It's, it's, a, it's a Christian picture of God. It's not a Jewish lavdal. It's not a Jewish picture of God. I are there makaris that you could find? We talk about this all. You could always pull out sources uh, from this place and from that place and put together 
that, that, and, and put together a painting of Hashem, God forbid, Hashem being such a God. You could do that. You could pick out, pick out this Pasuk, you could pick out this Chazal. And you say, you know, Ayin, Tachas Ayin. And these secular people, they also know that, an eye for an eye, they all, they all know that. Which is, one of those, which is one of the favorite Pesukim of the church. An eye for an eye. That, and that's the entire, all of Yiddishkeit is summed up in an eye for an eye. You have to understand the Chesed and Rachmim, what that is and what that means in Panemius. And, 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 and you're right. It's the picture that people have. It's terrible. But it's not just secular. It's from people. Religious people. Umiyad kshemachlid kach, and the moment that a person makes this decision, meaning, I want to be with my father. Ani etzlo, ani shalo. I'm him. I'm I'm his. I'm with him. That's it. That's his ticket. He's in. He's one of the. He's back in the palace. He's in the heichel. He's in the palace of the king. He's back in. That's the way to get in. So, that machshav, that thought, <clears throat> and that turning around. So, that's that's the that's the ticket back in. Why shouldn't a person be happy and dance with simcha that he's back in the heichel and in the, the heichel of the king? Why shouldn't he be happy? Why shouldn't he be besimcha? Miyad humiskabel. Right away, the Baruch Shalom says, come right, come in. This is your home. This is where you belong. I've been waiting for you the whole year. Because every Jew is a Ben Ahuv, is a beloved child of Hashem. The tremendous joy fills the person's heart. <coughs> And he and he wants to be back with the king to serve the king with tremendous cheshek. Usamech b'Hashem is baruch. Samech, he's filled with simchis. Samech b'Hashem is baruch. And I, I I said this last week. This 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 chilek that Tzadik made when some I mentioned I'm just chazing with you that somebody said to this Tzadik because he was going through difficulty he said. Well, what, is it, what, is, what does Hashem want for me? And you remember that Sadiq said, Hashem doesn't want anything from you, He wants you. So that's the whole chilek, that those who are on the outside of tshuva and see tshuva in that dark, negative way, it always has that feeling of, what does God want from me? It's all he hears with Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Elul, what does He want from me? And when a person's in the pnimius of tshuva, all he, what he's able to hear is, Hashem wants me. That's the whole thing. Not what does he want from me, but he wants me. That's the whole difference between this type of Yiddishkeit and that type of Yiddishkeit. The whole Indian of, 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 of Hashem Kippur, what does he want from me? So that he won't strike me down. So that he won't kill me. What does he want from me? Like, what, what ransom money, what pigeon do I have to pay so that this angry God will, will let me go on? What do I have to do to appease the, the, uh, you know, the God of thunder or the God of uh, darkness? What, what do I do? What do I have to sacrifice? I take my son up for an offering? What do I have to do to, to quiet the gods? That's, what does he want from me? 
it's, 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 think, what does he want from me? Yiddishkeit, the emiss, the, the, the true Yiddishkeit is, is that he wants me. Now, does that mean that there aren't certain changes and sacrifices of a different type that are necessary? Of course. That there should be a relationship. But we know that in our marriages also. And we know that with our kids also. In any relationship. Where people really want each other, there are sacrifices that are made. And it means that you have to behave. <laughs> you can't say, I want you, uh, and, the, uh, and at the same breath, I want you, but I also want somebody else. I want you, but on weekends I go someplace else. That's called... Uh, that's called niyuf and znus. Of course, to, to want means to have a relationship, and a relationship means that, is that we want each other. And there are certain behaviors that, that, that create a distance between us. And that's tshuva. But the tachlis of tshuva is not that what does Hashem want from us, that we have to pay Him off. How much, how much do I have to pay you to, to, to let me off the hook this year? How many... How many pages of the machshah do I have to read? No? How many pages of the machshah? How many chickens do I have to wave? <laughs> How much money do I have to give to Tzedakah? To be Mavir Esrei HaGzeir. Mavir Esrei HaGzeir. How much do... What, like, what, what's the amount? What are you asking for? What do you want from me? What do I have to pay to, to, be, to, be, uh, to be free for another year? to be off the hook, that I shouldn't suffer, my family shouldn't suffer. What are you asking for? What's the charge for Tavshin Pei Beis? What's the amount that you're asking for? That's, that's Rosh Hashanah What do I owe? So I, I got to do this, I got to do that. I have certain minhagim I have to do. Uh, don't eat, you know, chal of stam, uh, uh, whatever. And to... to Make sure that during those days to try to get up for davening and to try to, to, to say a lot of the words in the siddur and so on. This is the ransom, the, the, the pigeon. But what is, it that I, what is it that I owe in order that I should be clear and I should be allowed, I should be allowed another year in, in, in this world? What is it that I owe? And, and many, many Jews, not just secular Jews, many Jews grow up feeling that that's what this time of the year is about. You know, say it in such a way, but the feeling is a feeling of, of what does he want from me? What do I owe? Where's the cash cash register? Where do you, where do you get online? Where do you pay? And does he pay? Yes, you have many people, even secular people that they, that you know, buy tickets for the holidays and so on. And this, the feeling of, of, of paying. And, and I am a Jew, Sof I am a Jew, and I, I, I have to do something to do something to try to be alive, to to appease the angry God, and to, to do something uh, to, to stop the uh, tragedy from happening. So that's that's uh, that's that's what shuv is, and that's what yontiv is. We understand why it's largely unsuccessful, and and how it's so easy to slip back into. into <coughs> That's how tshuva has to be. It's simcha, the joy. Chedvas halev, and a tremendous chedvas halev, a joy of the heart. Lo shuv elav yisbar, 
מתוך שמחה פנימית. To return to Hashem is about a simcha pnimis, with a deep inner joy. Simcha pnimis. Shezachinu liyaz bonav am kroivai. The wezachet to be his children, the Jews, am kroivai, who are close to him. The people that are closest to him. Vumakablanu elav b'ahava. And Hashem is makablanu b'ahava. With love. Av shehis rechaknu. Even though, yes, we have grown distant from him over the year. Because the truth is, he, of course, has never left us. And that's why, if you look in Tuf Dalit, on the bottom, as you recall, that it was Rosh Hashanah, and and the Jews were coming back, those Jews who came from Bavel with Ezra and Nehemiah. And remember that the state of the state of Yiddishkeit and of Am Yisrael at that time, when we came back, a small chaver came back, it wasn't a large chaver. The, it was a very, very, very bad matzah that we were in. Many of the Jews were, uh, were intermarried, uh, were, had had other Zoras in their in, in their homes. It was a very bad very bad matzah. And they opened up the Sefer Torah and Sefer came out to Taichacha, what the Gemara tells us. But and it was Rosh Hashanah and the Navi says to them and they were crying, crying, Gavalt, 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 you know, it dawned on them, what like what do we do? You know, where have we been and, and what happened to us? And the Navi says, Go and have some neslach, you know. Go eat some good, sweet things. Some, some have some snacks and delicacies. It's the joy that Hashem has in your honesty, and you're coming back to Him, and you're and you're and you're throwing away your avodazaras, and you and you and and the other things in your life that don't belong. That joy, and the joy of being back together with him, he The Navi says, it's your strength. Let it give you strength. It should give you strength. He When a person has joy in Hashem, then that gives the person strength. If a person does not have joy in Hashem, then he's weak. Then he's weak. We have to daven that the children should be hearing positive, good things this time of the year, that they should hear good things of because that's what gives them strength. That's what gives us strength. It gives them strength. And that day was Rosh Hashanah. And the Navi said that. You wanted to say something. Is there a way to quantify or qualify the balance between Yira and Chuvo? We always go back and forth. Of course, you have to clean up. Is this like an 80 20 thing? Is this like a 50 50 thing? Or is this like. It's not. 
because it, it's very serious this time. We always say, you know, and the rabbi keeps quoting that as we go. Of course you have to do seriousness. But is there a way to, or does the rabbi quantify or qualify in his mind how to balance those two? There, there are certain things, David, that cannot be quantified or qualified. There's a chush adin. There's a certain, there's a certain delicate sense that a person has of that Sadiqam spoke about year of this time of the year it was like somebody who has a serious job to do it was, let's say you were contracted to to build a home for somebody like, that's what you do for a living and you were hired to build this home and the and there's a certain time that you have framework of time and if you don't meet that deadline it's going to cause it's going to cause so the way that Sadiqim said is that when you look at this at this builder working on the building, you will see that he's very, very busy and he's very serious. But he, he does the work with a niggin, which means that he's serious. He understands that this is a job that ha- must get done. And... and uh, and he also knows that the way to get this job done is by having energy and being positive. That's the way we do too. So is there? So that serious look on the builder's face is with the knowledge that there is something, there is a balabas, there's somebody I have to answer to. I'm responsible for this, and and that's very serious, and I have to be concerned. But the way to get the work done is. Is with a niggin, is with simcha, and when I have found, just in, in, in my own personal life, that when the, when I'm when I'm in a, a, when I'm not besimcha, when I'm not in a good place like that, that I get much less done. I don't know if, if that's I, I just that's what I've seen, in my own experiences that when I'm when I'm besimcha, I get much more done. I think I'm, I'm reading is called happiness advantage. Oh no, I just have much I have <laughs> yeah. much more I have much more energy, and I'm. And I and I and I'm working. I I I try to do my work when, it, when it's with learning, whatever it is. It's just much more, much more. But and and when you're feeling a, chalila a marishchari, you're feeling a darkness or a depression, and you feel like, you don't feel like doing anything. You just get stuck. I have not people that are 15, 16 years old. Somebody was telling me the other day. He's got a 15 year old son that doesn't want to get out of bed. And it's just. So, and then you, you, you know, you're talking to him about going to shul and that he should get good grades this semester and he doesn't want to get out of bed. Whatever it is, he's, something's upsetting him. He's sad about something. He doesn't want to get out of bed. So you don't feel like, you don't feel like working. You don't feel like working. I think it was, I think that it was a, a, a Disney cartoon or, I don't remember from when we were kids, Whistle While You Work, something like that. Maybe Mickey Mouse, I don't I don't know. But whistle while you work, not crying while you work. The people who are people who are depressed call in sick. I heard on the radio last year a, 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 an unbelievable thing. Well, it's it's depressing. It's depressing. The, 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 they were making, there was a study that was made, and they found that it's like forty or fifty percent more sick calls come in from young, healthy employees 
than the older employees who have, you know, as you're old, you have different inyanim. But it's like 50% more that the younger chevra are calling in sick. They're not sick. We're not talking here about uh, COVID or something. They're not sick. They're depressed. They're not sick. The older chevra who have uh, m- more uh, older work ethic and and they don't have, they're not into the whole uh, depression of, you know, uh, of 2022. So they're not calling in sick. They, get, they go to work and they're happy to go to work and they, they get up and they do their jobs. They're, not, they're happy people or happier people. And, and, and the young chevre, it was a crazy number. It was, it was like 40-50% more sick calls from healthy 30-year-olds. I can't come to work today. I don't feel good. What's wrong with you? What's the matter with you? You're 30 years old. You don't get up for work. You see people not going to shul. 20-year-old, 20, 30-year-old. There's a, a friend of mine, he, he told me that you wouldn't believe how many people who are the Shomer Shabbos, they don't go to shul. And then then, then when COVID came, it's, ooh, this is... What <laughs> and they're still not going to shul. People that don't go to shul. They send the kids to Yeshiva that don't go to shul. They don't go to shul. Even before there was COVID. They don't go to shul. Young, these young uh, from guys, they don't go to shul. And, and there are many of them. I, I don't know how many, but I don't know what, what's going on. But they're, they're not going to shul. Or very, very sporadic. And they're not connected to anything. Never, I never, when I was going, I never associated with them. Even the ones that, that were like not into it, they would go to shul, shmooze in the back, go to, downstairs to, to eat. But they were hanging around shul, coming to shul, something. And then you have a new Indian that people don't go to shul. And where does it come from, this whole need to have, you know, after COVID to have these, these minyanim where, you know, in an hour and a quarter you're out. And and there's no rabbi with a drosha and there's nothing. You know, it's not, what, what is that? What is that? Where does that come from? What's the shurish of it? What's the shurish of it? Again, there's a there's a a heaviness that's associated with 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 Yiddishkeit and with shul. And COVID was a pesach for people to get out. And everybody, of course, they're going to be coming back in. And then there was, I mentioned last year when there was a large Jewish organization that was trying to give incentives. I don't know what kind of incentives they were giving. What was the incentive that they were, yeah, they were giving. They pay you if you came up with a good idea to get people back. Oh, right. That if you had some new ideas about how to get people back into shul. I said kiddish. <laughs> That's not what I said. You don't remember what I said? No, I said you got to get, you got to get very pretty Young women <laughs> that will walk that will walk around serving drinks uh, during davening. Oh, you'll see how the chair will come back. They'll come back. I'm sorry to be so cynical. You're you're much frumer and everything like that. <laughs> I I think my recommendation would have been very successful. That would have been it. And also to have like to have kosher sports bar. You could have screens of your favorite. You know, with team with a pool. In shul, in shul screens, twenty-four hours, uh, basketball, football, baseball, whatever you like, hockey, streaming in, girls coming around with drinks, couches, 
Couches. No, back Sephardi style. We have couches. Uh, this is a called the slums. The slums. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it's scary because I make all these cynical jokes and you find out like it's not so far from the truth. <laughs> you know what happened this past week that there was a... They were sending around... A few people showed this to me and my daughter and my wife. They were sending around this thing about how women uh, with sneers, you saw the, the feet, with these phony yeah, feet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they can't have open... The silicone, girls, silicone feet. Feet, because, you, because, the, the, you, have, because they can't wear uh, shoes, open toes, because it's not so new. They have to wear stockings. So there was somebody that was making this silicone foot that you could put on a phony foot, and then you don't have to wear socks on it. So they were sending around pictures about this. And uh, so a few people sent it to me, and someone said, said that, they, uh, that's, that they called, and it's actually... It's a real thing. There's some... It's real. Somebody's doing this. No, it's not real. So, but that's the point. The point is that our little world has gotten so sick that people were not sure. <laughs> like, in the, in the old days, this would have been perm. It would have been perm, right? Everybody would have known that it's perm. Everybody would have known that it's stick. But people all over were saying, it, like, is this... And I had this horrible thought when... When I saw this, I said, no, this can't be, right? This is, I said, this is, this is stick, right? This, n- no one's doing that. Nothing in surprise. It anymore. can't be. But, but there was a shock of Italia the whole day. And people were making phone calls because there was a number there. And the, and the people that were making the stick were very good. And they had somebody on the phone, apparently, that was saying, well, we have, uh, if you're Sephardi, we have dark feet. And we have, yeah, there's light feet, there's dark feet. And, some, and then the person, was, the person was all stick. And the person said, what happens if, like, you know, I, I'm sorry to say, but I have a wife that only has four toes. So you make one with four toes instead of five toes. And, and the stick was going on. But the, the crazy thing is that when you first saw it, you said, could it be? Could it be? What's wrong with us? You know, there, there, there could be such a havamina that this is real, that, that, that there would be somebody so perverse, and there would be such a, that, that, that's what's needed. But when you see what they, if you, my wife said, what do you mean? You look at, you look at the, for a magazine, and it's advertising women's clothing, and it doesn't have even a, it doesn't even have a statue. It has empty space. Uh, there's no head, there's no feet, and there's just a dress hanging in the air with a hat or a, a shaitel on top and with shoes on the bottom and empty space and all kinds of things that, that, were, that are very strange and unnatural. And, 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 and then when you see that they, that they have silicone, silicone feet, you think, maybe, maybe somebody, has come up with such an einfall to, to, to make money like this and that the, that the, the women are going to go looking for it. Al-Kitekach has, has reached such a point where, where Yiddishkeit has become so depressing and sad and has made such a, such a terrible, terrible dent in people's lives that Yiddishkeit seems to be so unnatural and uninviting and, 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 and cold and strange that people would think it could be. Baruch Hashem, it was just stick. It was just stick. But this year's stick could be next year's tire, you understand? <laughs> It could be next year's tire. Because there's somebody out there that said, wait a minute, you know, maybe. Maybe. It's an idea. It's very, very nice. It's very nice. It's an idea. So Hashem's book should help us that, that, we, should, that we should do tshuva bams. Bams. Bams.